Welcome to the Femina Podcast with Nancy Wilson. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me today. Now today I talk about a very bread and butter subject, which is why we read the Bible and what are just just have time today to talk about a couple of the benefits and blessings and advantages of being a Bible reader. That just struck me recently in Romans 15, 4. It says, For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. This was just such an encouraging verse. I just paused. It's like, all right, I want to think about this and hopefully give you some encouragement from it. It's funny because this verse is an, is an example of what it is saying because the verse itself is a comfort, isn't it? And we're learning as we read it like, oh yes, the Old Testament was written for our learning and how much more the New Testament. It's a tremendous treasure that we have and we have most of us probably multiple copies of it on our shelves in many different translations. And the truth is, we have so much to learn. And so these things were written for our learning. That's why they're there. That's why God gave it to us. And this is not just head knowledge. The Bible is a living word. And so it's nourishing and strengthening to us as we read and as we learn. As Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy 3.15, he says that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So it's not just head knowledge. We read the Bible and read it again, and we start to know our way around it, which is wonderful, and to know where to go to find, you know, obscure books and whatnot, and to anticipate what's coming because we've read it so many times, we're looking forward to the next chapters. This is all wonderful, but the Bible is more than just a book we want to get acquainted with. It makes us wise unto salvation. The Bible is a means to an end, and that end is our salvation. And notice also, Timothy was saturated in the scriptures from childhood. And children are never too little to hear the Bible and to hear the Bible stories. And you know, we had stacks of little Bible story books that I read to the kids that were written, you know, on their level. And, oh, we just, we read them over and over. And I still remember some of the illustrations and things. And sometimes I think, oh, this one, I don't like this one. We're not going to, we're removing this one from our pile. We have to be discerning, obviously. But we don't want to sanitize the Bible for our kids or dumb it down too far for them. We want to make it intelligible when they're itty-bitty and not be way over their heads. We want them to understand. And children are such avid learners. So those of you who are mothers, give them the Bible. You know, read it to them. Talk about the Bible with them. Quote it to them. Let them listen to it. Let them learn to sing it. and. God can work his word into their little hearts and minds and transform them just like he does for us. So give your children lots of exposure to the word. 
And of course, we get, as we are giving it to our children, we're getting it also. So it's a double blessing. So we should be getting the word on our own as well as then giving it to our children. So we're getting a double portion. The Bible never grows old, all right? As we read it with our eyes open by God's grace, you know, we learn. And then we read it again and we learn some more. And each time we gain more. And not only do we learn the content of what it says, but the Bible is showing us how to live, which is a tremendous benefit, obviously, for the Christian. And 1 Corinthians 10 11 says, the scriptures were written for our admonition. And that means it's for our correction. It's wise counsel. In fact, it's the wisest counsel. And it's timeless. There's no situation or time where the Bible's not relevant. It certainly is relevant today. More and more do we see how much we need to be led and guided and shaped by God's word and not by the times or by our culture. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So this is what we believe. God gave us the inspired word. It's profitable for several things here. First, for knowing what we believe, for knowing what our doctrine is. Second, for reproof and correction, because we constantly need to be steered and redirected. So that reproof, that correction, what a mercy. It's like, again, you mothers, you're with your children, you're teaching them the positive things, but you're also keeping them from the negative things. And when they go in a negative direction, you're reproving them, you're correcting them, you're bringing them back. As well as, of course, the Bible is teaching us the positive way of righteousness. So it's equipping us for every good work that God has called us to do. And it's reproving us when we start to slip and get in the wrong track. So it's both positive and negative in the sense of correction, as well as positive righteousness and teaching. It's equipping us, training us for every good work. And God has prepared all these good works in advance, right, for us to walk in. And so the Bible is equipping us as we read it to do those things. And I'm sure that as we read the word, it opens our eyes to what our duties are as well. And so helps us to recognize the good works, to see them. Sometimes we're doing them without seeing what they are. I think the Bible opens our eyes to say, oh my goodness, this is one of the good works that God gave me to do. And he's equipping me to do these things that he's called me to do. It makes us complete, not lacking anything. And how many people today you see struggling, looking for something to make them complete? They're lost. And here we have God's word, and it equips us, strengthens us, feeds us, and it makes us complete, complete women, not lacking anything. And this is what the Bible is for God's people. It's our book. It's given to us by our good and gracious Father in heaven. So we should not neglect it, of course. So why would we neglect it? You know, what interferes with our Bible reading? Well, just everyday things and busyness. 
doing the next thing, getting crowded or distracted, rationalizing that, oh, I'll get back to it another day. Sometimes it's forgetfulness. So I think a good prayer is, Lord, help me to stay focused and deliberate in my Bible reading and to always get there and always meet with you. And when I'm tempted to be distracted, tempted to rationalize or be forgetful, just please bring me back and get me back to the Word. Be hungry for it. Now, jumping back to where we started in Romans 15.4, notice the second part of what Paul says here about the Scriptures. I'll read it again. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. All right. The first part, we talked about learning, learning and righteousness. Now that we, through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. Do you need patience? Do you need comfort? Don't we all? You know, and where are we looking for it? Where are we going for our comfort? And oftentimes, we're going to the wrong places. We're either looking in to comfort ourselves, or we're looking to external things to comfort us. And instead, we should be going first to the Word for that comfort. Not that God can't use created things, and of course, our family and our friends and so forth, to comfort us, but that the Word should be our primary source of comfort. That's what it's given to us for. We all need patience, and we need comfort. Life is full of troubles, and we need to find comfort in the midst of our troubles as well as finding patience in the midst of our troubles. And we're not going to find patience and comfort in the world, but we will find it in the Word. So when you go to the Word, say, Lord, you know I need my heart to be comforted. I need patience to walk through this trial, this hard time, this affliction, whatever it is. And ask Him to use His Word to bring you that comfort and to bring you the patience. We're going to need to find patience if we're going to endure joyfully whatever it is we're going through. And there's just no comfort in impatience, right? When you're standing and tapping your foot and feeling anxious and impatient, you're certainly driving out comfort. So we need the patience to go with the comfort. And with that and through these things, we gain that sure and certain hope of eternal life. So I hope you see that just grabbing a verse or two every couple of days is not going to transform us into a complete Christian. We need a steady diet of the word. It has a long-term, soul-satisfying impact. And of course, we're going to go to heaven. We have this assurance of our salvation as we're reading the word. So let's just all get on it. <laughs> And get back to being in the Word, and don't let summertime distract you from it. Don't let your many duties distract you. Don't let your list of things to do or your vacation or whatever it is, don't let it distract you. Keep at it. Even if you sometimes don't feel like you gained the patience and comfort you wanted that day, stick with it. Keep asking, keep coming back, keep feeding on the Word. Now, a lot of you are doing Same Page Summer, the summer Bible reading program plan with us. And thank you for joining us in that. And 
we're so happy to hear from people who have been reading through the Bible and getting through the whole thing for the first time and the transforming effect it has had on their lives. So even if it is your 10th or 12th or 20th time through the Bible, stick with it. Each time you're learning, you're gaining more comfort and patience and assurance from the Word. And so keep on. And thank you so much for joining me today. And I say blessings on your Bible reading. If you enjoyed this week's episode, follow along with the Bible Reading Challenge by downloading the Canon app today.